0: to the Fan Freaks podcast number fifty one. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any medium between. This is George the Bone King
1: speaking, and I'm joined by Agent the Masterful Dude of Doodliness, the face of, the of the Place, the host with the most and I didn't know uh, Bone King was doing his Shatner today. I know.
0: See, I look at this and I'm like, how do I introduce it? I want to do something interesting and my only way to do it is like staccato it. And then it just becomes, you know, Shatner. Just it's literally <laughs> involuntarily Shatner. Involuntarily just becomes fucking Shatner.
1: So so how you feeling, Bone?
0: I'm feeling pretty good. I got a lot of calcium in these bones. How about you, dude?
1: dealing with some gas I'm gonna need <laughs> you to burp me <laughs> oh
0: god is, is that it? is that part of the big Lebowski kind of like persona
1: is like you got gas in there too uh, you know I do you know the origin of the story why I'm called the dude is it because of the big Lebowski no oh I always assumed it was a big Lebowski reference no but I love big Lebowski so I just let it rock and I usually dress like shit all the time you let it so. rock but you don't
0: roll on Chavez though no you don't okay. roll on Chavez. Yeah, you don't you don't roll on shoppers.
1: So <laughs> I was like in a fucking argument on Facebook, and I used the word, listen, man, just everyone has their own opinion. And they were like, Wow, you are just a masterful dude of doodliness. And I was like, That's a great fucking wow. Man. Literally verbatim. Like Yeah, she's she said that to me. I never met her in person. But I I took that name and I ran with it. I told her, I'm going to use this. And she's like, go for it. It's great. Do you want to know something
0: really freaky? What? We inadvertently radio teased content again remember in the beginning of the last show you said blah 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 and i said the blah 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 bloodline is that your full name in the explanation and now we just got the lore and explanation of where your nickname comes from do you understand that we are somehow actually getting good at this like inadvertently that's my word of the day apparently inadvertently and no i'm not no no we're not doing that again no that was a 50th episode special but no god damn it I'm just you saying said 50 I know ah! <laughs> But I know, but no, I just think that's interesting. What are the odds that, you know, this episode that we're going to be talking about, which by the way is a good segue right now, is going to be a Talking Tears on the Metal Gear Solid episode. I find that interesting because we were talking about Metal Gear Solid in the previous episode with a couple of impressions of our own, which I'm sure we're going to continue in this one. So if you did not like my Solid Snake impression, I hope the dudes is better.
1: (laughs) Mine is shit. One of us. It's a voice actor. The other is not.
0: Yes, and I do not voice Solid Snake. But by anyway. the way, you
1: could check out Bone King's demo
0: reel. Oh god! <laughs> I'll be damned before I lose another partner. Join the USA! So jump off this. Um, what? I'm gonna need you to just jump off. <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about that after. But you know what? Before we get into that, let's get into our recents. Alrighty, you want to start us out on our recents?
1: Look, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, <laughs> you know the recents are good when it starts out with an apology. <laughs> I'm sorry for these things. I did not watch anything. This okay. is the first week that I literally just been working and hanging out with friends and playing two games. And okay. That's, that's my recents. Two fucking games. You've been playing those two games with your friends then. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, again, Robots Stone not Age, Cody... Thanks for the recommendation on Maneater. I mm-hmm. beat it, and I platinumed it. Nice. For thing. Um, What's the sound effect for trophies? It's like, bring, bring. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you'll find it's it. It's not as good as the Xbox's. No, that was the best. Um, <laughs> So it's a good game. It's not a great game. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay, it's a good game. Yeah, it's average. There's issues in it. There's glitches, as you would. Does it try to do what it sets out to do? Yes. Like, does it do that effectively? Is yeah, what I mean yeah, to say. yeah. Honestly, I think this is a genre that's really untapped, which is a comedy video game genre. Like predatory a, animal comedy kind of thing? No, we just don't have enough, like, breaking the fourth wall in your face. You know exactly it's a funny game thing. Uh I don't
0: know. Like there's a lot of games that are very on the nose
1: with that. Is shit. there a lot of games or just like once in a generation or once or a few every All generation? Right. You know what, you have a point there. It's not very consistent. You're right. I mean the hmm. only only thing more consistent than that is probably the survival horror genre.
0: Well, yeah, Jesus, and that's not that, that's that's so, not really
1: a good comparison. So to do have you mind with. if I give like I don't I'm gonna give a mini reaction review?
0: Yeah, I mean, go for it. I you mean, you have to we, make up
1: for your other missing spots, so I mean, go for it. Sure. So Show the class what you've brought us. <laughs> All right, Wesker. So, Maneater, basically you start with a a bull shark, and you get caught by this fisherman. The fisherman cuts you up, and it turns out you're going to start playing as the baby from the bull shark. You start as a puppy. <laughs>
0: I love how it's establishing vengeance.
1: Like It does. That's, that's the really game, interesting. The, the, the shark in the game doesn't have a voice. That would be
0: weird if it did, but okay.
1: <laughs> but the, the, plot, the plot is set on a reality show called Maneater. Mm-hmm. And the narrator of the show is your voice. So when you start, for example, as a shark. Oh, that's really smart. I like that, actually. And not only that, the voice actor is Chris Parnell. Oh, cool. Who's an Archer. Yeah. Uh, he was on SNL. Exactly. And nails it. He nails it. It's fucking hilarious. And apparently he did like 5,000 lines for when you start eating too many humans. <laughs> uh, but he did lines for everything. So the game is a RPG action adventure.
0: Can I just say really quick, um, if I am ever asked to like, because this is something I look for whenever anyone says like the sound director recorded X amount of sounds for one thing, that's usually a good sign because that means that like... They've put a lot of effort into how things sound and the ra- not randomization, but different sounds that can make it. So if I ever have to do like a sound director position or anything, I'm recording like 500 sounds for each footstep or some ridiculous nonsense <laughs> like, because it always ends up helping in the long run. Right. Yeah, Akira fucking puts in a million footstep sounds based on what texture of floor you're walking on. There's no it's such great. thing
1: as too much content. Right. Because you could always mm-hmm. cut out what you don't need. That's where it is,
0: yes. Because there's there's a thing as too much content in a final release, right. but not too much content as It just assets. helps the editor. There's it not, just helps no the such editor. thing as too many assets.
1: It just helps there the you editor. Go. Yeah, but continue. I'm so sorry. I just thought about that. It's like, that's a really oh. smart decision. All right. So, so I wanted to say, uh, to continue, because you made me lose my fucking point. So you God start... <laughs> As a puppy, and you're basically in this fucking fictional town that's a bayou. It's Louisiana for, but it's not Louisiana. And a bull shark, and the game gives you a bunch of tidbits. It's fucking Shark Week. It gives you like actual factual knowledge of sharks and other animals in the ocean. And a bull shark is the only shark that could be in freshwater and saltwater. So that's why in the game, you could go from the freshwater bayous into the saltwater gulf of Mexico.
0: <clears throat> okay, so there's like a lore reason why you're playing as a specific
1: shark. Yeah, it doesn't um, – Jimquisition, Jim Sterling, he I did mean. a Jimquisition on this game, and he bitched that he couldn't be a hammerhead. I mean, at the same time, like, I hope you unlock, no. uh, you know, different kinds of sharks. That'd be pretty cool. No, you you stay as the same shark. You unlock different abilities.
0: I mean, I, at the same time, it's not really that big a deal. I mean, you're not playing as Jaws, the Great White, but no, whatever. No,
1: no, this you kill Great Whites. The- so, um, you could kill literally fucking almost everything in the game. All right. There's I don't. There's nothing in the game you can't eat. Yummy. You're uh, one hungry shirt. So shark. the game works on an obvious RPG system. There's things to collect. It's an open world game, so there's like little tidbits here and there. The f- best thing about the game, though, is this landmark system, where there's this little thing that'll cut into uh, a like little cutscene. Okay. Where Chris Parnell, the narrator, is gonna tell you about this little landmark in the game, bro. There's Easter eggs to Waterworld. There's Easter <laughs> eggs to Arrested Development. There's Easter eggs to Demolition Man. Wow. There's an Easter egg to It. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> this, this is a very wide range of things. Yeah, and the game has a a lot of self-referential humor. Mm-hmm. Like your base in each area, because it's like GTA, where you start unlocking areas in the map. Nice. So get that it, shark dominated uh, land or whatever. Exactly. And as soon as you get to a new area, you have to go to this grotto or a cave and it's like the one place in that area that you could like level up your character. Your shark, would you? Your it, shark
0: gang. I'm sorry. Now I'm just I want to see a GTA game where they're all sharks. Oof. Like, you know. Yeah. The long 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 lost explanation for West Side story where I guess. their sharks come from.
1: <laughs> um Overall, the issues I have with it is the camera lock-on system for your opponents is horrendous. Oh,
0: that's really bad for a game that's so focused on eating a
1: single target yeah, like that. like. It's because the creatures you eat sometimes are fast than faster than you are, and then you'll lock on to things that you're not supposed to lock on yet. Okay, damn. Like for example, you'll lock on like say. Humans are hunting you because you start eating too many people. As humans tend to do, yes. Right, they start hunting you, and they're in a ship. You got one at the front shooting at you, you got one in the back shooting at you, and you got the one driving the boat. Like a harpoon or like a gun? Like a gun.
0: Oh, okay, so they want me dead.
1: Yeah, no, you're dead.
0: Okay, they don't want to hunt me or anything, they just want to kill me, kill me. Yeah,
1: that's what hunting is. Well, you can preserve uh, the not body release. It's not catch and release. Not catch and I'm release. not talking about
0: catch and release, but you're not going to keep a pelt with a fucking minigun.
1: No. It's you're you're dying because you've killed too many people. You you were just gone too far. So they call the military on you. You're on, this really is GTA. So there's a, a human driving the boat. Sometimes while you're trying to get the people that are shooting at you, The camera will automatically lock on to the one that's driving the boat, so you'll still be taking the damage, and then you miss out completely because there's that little canopy or whatever that the person's in the fucking boat steering. Right. Right. So you just miss completely, and you were like, "No, I wanted the other one, the one that's shooting at me, so I could stop taking damage." There's a lot of times in the beginning of the game that I died because of that shitty lock-on system, particularly when I was fighting alligators. It's
0: weird how you can even lock on to someone inside the canopy as opposed it to just outside. It's
1: so fucking weird. There's a lot of times where the glitches work in my favor. <laughs> Uh, because there are these floating license plates that you can collect. It's okay. just another arbitrary collectible, but you need it to, you know, to 100% the location. And there is, uh, there was a couple where they were on top of a fucking bridge. So what I ended up doing was equipping the electricity evolution because that's how they describe it the electric shark yeah you actually become a bioelectric shark manifested with eel dna or whatever yeah it's actually pretty fucking cool looking i'm not gonna lie like all the upgrades are really cool looking the only one i didn't use was the shadow one which is a poison damage
0: a shadow shark
1: yeah can you get street shark no can you approach but guess what you can do what you could be outfitted with bones It's called the Bone Crusher. Holy shit. And it has a power up for eight seconds where your entire shark is covered in bones. And it does so much defense and you wreck humans. What kind of bones, though? It never tells you. (laughs) I guess it's just the bones coming out of the shark, but the shark doesn't have bones. Strong bones is what they are. Yeah, dude. That won me the game
0: because okay.
1: against humans the bone outfit is the one you want to go with.
0: Well, I mean, to be honest, this should always be the solution. Getting to the bone outfit is always the right option. So, I mean, yeah, but uh, take it from the fan freaks podcast, always go for the bone.
1: <laughs> Funny story, Mark. But um yeah, man, it was uh it's a really interesting game. I really enjoyed it. I actually recommend it for anybody that Just wants a game where they could just like sit back, relax. The beginning of the game is arguably the hardest part Mm -hmm. until you become an adult and then you go into Elder Shark. Eventually, when you go into the Megalodon, you're you're set. Megalodon. Yeah, that's the final evolution. That's awesome. I'm actually going to I'm looking up the Bone Crusher uh, suit of the shark so you can see how cool it looks. There it is.
0: Oh, okay, so it's like plated onto his face. I thought you became a skeletal
1: shark. But no, that's and different. it goes all over the body, the fins, uh, the tail, and the the shark fin. Oh, not just nice! The fins on the side. Th-
0: the thing is, like, this is a genre that I agree with you is kind of untapped. But the biggest detriment that, th- that I've seen. Is. Very nice. I like it indeed. Um, the the biggest detriment that I find in these kind of predatory animal games is just the controls are always so crap. The controls on
1: this are not great, but. It's a simple enough game where the controls don't matter. You basically have two buttons you're really worried about. Right. R2 and L2. L2 to go fast and lunge and R2 to bite. That's it. Yeah. And it it can get a little repetitive because you're just basically biting everything.
0: But even as you said before, the camera... Is a big issue. Trying to get in there. you targeting the I wrong just, person. I just really like,
1: wish that camera was better. Honestly, this game's a 7. A solid 7. Because 7. Of, nice. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. For me, it's a 7 out of 10. If it ha- it didn't have a problem with the camera, I'd give it an 8. 8.5 at least. But that camera can be fucking terrible. Oh, um, did you ever play Killing Floor? Yes. The <clears> people have- that made that game made this oh, game. Oh, Tripwire? And- Tripwire. Oh wow! And That's cool. This is their first self-published game, and they put a Killing Floor uh, reference? reference.
0: Oh my god! I, so I you
1: know how Killing Floor the zombie started? It was a com- It was a corporation, not Umbrella. Yeah, I was it, gonna
0: say it's a little bit of an Umbrella thingy, which yeah, but in but and it's of itself it's is a Whaling Corporation knockoff. R- but continue.
1: But it. But they have the logo, which is the H. It's Horzine. That's what they call yeah. it. There's a building in the streets. Uh, Not in the streets, but in parts of the map you could see it. It's a tall skyscraper, and on top, it's the H.
0: That's cute. So it's
1: in-universe.
0: Ah, they're connected. Well, it's nice to know that whatever zombie infection
1: also got into the ocean. (laughs) To create megalodons. Uh, The the other game I play is, of course, 76, which I have news for, but uh, it's becoming a bit of a job because it's giving me things to do Mm -hmm. every day. It's one of those, oh play today, do these things, these tasks so you can get points so you can unlock more stuff.
0: Yeah, but that's the problem with the the modern kind of Fallout that I, I, well, the Fallout was Fallout. Or just
1: live service games.
0: Well, that too, but I mean, like, in Fallout specifically, I was watching a video on it not too long ago where, like, you'd have quest lines that how that would have specific decisions that would lead into other decisions like very deep like um you know moral quandaries outside of just you know agree agree sarcastically agree and decline it went with a little bit more like how would you approach this angle with 50 different ways you know how does your build approach this angle are you the leader of this faction before you do this quest does that factor in somehow you know what i mean like there's a lot of different variables and then i feel like if you take that out and you look at Fallout 4 and 76, there's a lot of missions that are just kill X amount of blank. And that doesn't really factor into a lot of player agency. You're not really the one making any decisions. You're just doing things for people. You know? Um,
1: I've always said that 76 was a bad game. Um,
0: this is outside of even just 76. It's because I was watching this Fallout video and I'm just kind of like... That's where I felt the most interested in Fallout, where I felt like if I did this and made this person go to this town, they could die if I didn't pay attention, you know, and then I have to pay attention to the story. Well, That's
1: that's three in New Vegas. Four and 76 really lost that because four has a terrible dialogue tree. Because yeah. you remember in 3 in New Vegas, I don't know if you've seen those conversation topics. Yeah, it's like a square box. Yeah, but you have so <laughs> many options. Right. And you have options depending on your strength stat, your intelligence stat. Like, if you have a 9 in intelligence, you're the smartest motherfucker in the room. Yeah. And the max is 10. <laughs> and if you have a 1, there, your script actually changes to sound
0: stupider. Yeah. It's very well done. That is, You're absolutely right. Like. there's a mod out there that actually translates what your character will actually say when you press the button. You know when the prompt comes up and you're supposed to say something? What they show is not actually what your character will say. So, like, there's a mod that changes the text that shows up there to
1: be what your character will say. Right. Well, 76 gave us NPCs now, and we have the old-school... Text box, and it'll give you depending on your charisma, your intelligence, your strength stat. Well, they
0: probably they, had to do that because it's an MMO, and they're they, they're gonna ha- need more options than just right. The
1: four. And you're not gonna voice every single right, uh, not even uh, main in terms character. of
0: content and shit. Just in it, like functions, you
1: need more than four in general. Right. Unfortunately, it doesn't really matter in the quest lines. Right. Because it's an MMOs, so inevitably you're gonna do the thing. Right. Right. I just mean more in like Fallout 4
0: from what I'm seeing because even – I saw the DLC, uh, Harbor, Far Harbor – That looks amazing. I saw a little bit of that, and that has a lot of interesting quest lines
1: in there. Uh, I never got to finish Far Harbor. I was starting to do another playthrough of Fallout 4 with mods on PS4. Nice. And I was just eating shit with it until I started playing another game, and then I forgot all about Fallout 4.
0: Well, the the video that I I was watching kind of uh, proposed an interesting question, and he said this is something that's plaguing a lot of video game media and even movies as well, that... When people want to make a series or something that's supposed to continue, they don't actually write a beginning, middle and end. It's literally beginning and middle. And as you're experiencing it and going like, oh, man, I wonder what they're going to do next. The author is going, yeah, I wonder what I'm going to do next because they're not they haven't even written that part yet. Mm. Star Wars is a very good example of this. Where it's like, you did not plan anything, you just said, I have this, let's just do it as they go so we can adapt, but it ended up blowing in your face because it did not mean anything, it did not connect, it's just random things, you know? Because you didn't write it from the beginning, and to be honest, that's how I feel about Resident Evil as well. Whoa. Resident Evil, the stories always used to be like, at the end of the first three, it was like, we're going to get Umbrella. We're going to take them down. We're going to meet up and we're going to take them down. And at
1: the start of four, Umbrella's already And dead.
0: Umbrella's already taken care of off screen. And then you can go ahead and say, Umbrella Chronicles. Oh, yeah, you played, you did the downfall of Umbrella there. Well, I'm glad it's in a fucking random ass light gun shooter. And, it, and it, we were able to fucking have any agency and it mattered at all. <laughs> I don't know. Because it didn't. It really didn't. I'm just saying, like, this time Umbrella's gone too far. Or, hey, it's up to us to take out Umbrella. Dun, 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 dun. And nothing. Dun, dun. Nothing came out of it. Sherry gets kidnapped at the end of 2. Nothing came out of it. Steve's body gets recovered at the end of Code Veronica. Steve. Nothing is done out of it. Father. Do you see what I mean? You write these plot elements, but do nothing with them.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of threads. We have a bunch of characters that never come Billy back Billy who? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, what about, what about your recent <laughs> I'm sorry, that opened up a lot of things. It's just, I really so wish. save it for the Resident Evil podcast. I really wish stories
0: would have a fucking ending now. I just hate how things just can continue forever in TV series and shit.
1: Yeah, because there's uh, a wise man once said in 2001, Chris Rock, he said, There's no money in the cure, there's money in the medicine. Yeah. The idea is to keep going and going. And I mean,. That most of these games are live services. You have Ghost Recon. You got Rainbow Six. You got Call of Duty, whatever, Warzone, I think it is. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of um, Battle Royale games and a lot of live service games. Assassin's Creed is a live service game now where you're constantly having to go in. 76, a game that I enjoy but I recognize its faults, is a live service game. You have to constantly be fucking playing it. Your recent. Yes, I'm sorry. So I saw this
0: YouTube series. Uh, it, it's okay. So it's funny we don't have uh, Michael Robbins on here because he would actually love this. Um, it's an SCP thingy, kind of. It, it was an SCP. It's called 12 Tribes, Tribe 12 it's it's essentially 12 tribes uh, uh, tribe tribes. 12 i think is actually tribe 12 no, 12 tribes or tribe 12 I, i'm missing it because i'm phonetically stupid and i mix them up all the time oh, okay but but i it's, thought that was the name 12 tribes tribe 12 no well that would be pretty catchy no but it's one of those it's <laughs> one of those but regardless um it's sort of like a marble hornets alternate thing do you know
1: about marble hornets they were the ones that did that Slenderman shit.
0: Correct. So it's kind of like a um, an ARG kind of YouTube Twitter channel thing that, you know, it, I was following it, and I'm not gonna lie, I was actually watching the Nightmind uh, recap of all of them, because no, I did not go through every single thing and watch the whole thing. But it's so interesting to watch these videos, and like, you watch all these like, indie horror films of people trying to get the whole indie feel down, the shaky cam, you know, thing that people, like, M. Night Shyamalan comes out with The Visit, right? And it's supposed to be a found footage movie but it's like all in this expensive ass camera and the kids look like they're holding a huge camera not like an actual like shitty camera but that makes no sense because that that costs more money to do than to actually just use a shitty camera that would make your movie look better okay okay right i swear i have a point with this okay i hope so because i i, I look at uh, tribe 12 and it's like they, it was found footage it is found footage um found fraudage even Obviously, in the like in this context of the story, he's haunted by a presence that he found in South Florida, by the way. Uh, hey. It's local, which is kind of funny because he shows some areas. And I'm like, I, I think I've been there. So, um, but yeah, no, it's like he interacts with the audience. And it's kind of interesting to, to see how much he does with very little. He, he kind of makes his own, you know, uh, ransom note-esque things that the, the cult or whatever the fuck is sending him. And all the different things he does on social medias when he gets taken over and stuff, it's a really, that is how ARGs work, it's all about that suspension of disbelief to where you know this is not really happening because... If it was, YouTube, Twitter would probably take it down after seeing someone probably commit suicide in a video or something. But they know it's not because, you know, it's it's an ARG and they make it the very well known to everyone. But regardless, I'm just shocked to see how, all, like, movie studios that have so much money can't get that level of, like, immersion that literally teenagers with their phone can.
1: When there's a will, there's a way.
0: Very interesting. It's all about, like... What you see going in. You know, if you're able to get into the mood of the movie, you don't need it to be super expensive and realistic or whatever. You could just get into the feel of what they're trying to give you. And I felt like that was a great example of which. Um, So yeah, check out Tribe 12 or Everyman Hybrid or fucking... Oh, Alan Tutorial! Tutorials!
1: Or... Marble Hornets or?
0: or Oh yeah, well Marble Hornets is the or- I can't watch Marble Hornets because yes, it is the OG, but there this is this goes for a couple of them. Everyman hybrid as well cuz they the teenagers that make these, they make these videos with their friends. So their friends play other characters, right? So sometimes you get good actors. Most of the time you do not. And they're just like, "So uh man, yeah, I found this thing in the woods." What I well, what is it, man? I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know, man. I found it's a uh, it's maybe it's maybe a uh, no, maybe it's a thing. Like, they're talking over each other. Like, they're supposed to say key phrases, but they're not sure when to say their line between the fucking, like, uh, improv When
1: you don't pay for actors, that's what you get.
0: Pretty much. But it, it was just funny. And in that in those specific ones, Everyman Hybrid and, and Marble Hornet, sometimes it's just like, wow, that's that. I – you're not – you're really bad. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I just – you know, I see Visions, man. Visions, what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs>
1: Anyway, um, what else did you watch?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, So uh, I saw a movie. I saw Train to Busan.
1: (gasps) Such a fucking good movie. Yes. But I'm waiting for the fucking famous Bone King Butt. Yeah, there's always a
0: Bone King Butt. I loved this movie. I thought it was very well acted. I thought it had a great script. Here it comes. There are just some weird ass decisions. Uh, And I know that's a very generic statement, but the zombies are attracted to noise, right? They don't really do that enough where I feel like they could have done that enough Like there's a there's a scene where he throws a thing like a literal just a lunchbox off and they go after it I'm like dude Fun fact: That works with anything you in in the vicinity. You could throw anything near you, and it will have that effect. But no, it's like whatever that that you know movie contrivance aside. Uh, it was a very good film. At least it wasn't eighties references. He hated. I swear to God, do you understand that? Like one of my favorite bands is MGMT, and that's like nothing but eighties references. I'm just gonna
1: fucking use it against you. That's all.
0: But but I actually love '80s things. It's just when they misuse it is when it's annoying. Uh, does that make sense? It
1: does. Like I'm like st- I'm just still <laughs> gonna use it against you because it bothers you. Like let like let me in. You ever seen that movie? Is that the vampire movie?
0: Yeah, but it, it was an American remake of a movie called Let the Right to Come In, which is Let the Right One In. Um, and that movie was really well done. It, but Let Me In wasn't? I heard bad
1: things about Let Me
0: In. Because it was trying to be that over-the-top uh, American horror movie like schlockiness. Plus, guess what else they did? 80s references? A shit ton of 80s references. What's was that on the that radio? The was that Blue Oyster Cult? Oh, dear. Like, I, I don't know. It, yes, was it was. Was that a
1: fucking line in the movie?
0: No, no, but it, oh. yeah, no. But it it wasn't a line in the movie, but it was shit like that. Where, like, and you see Pac-Man. Literally, I think this is the, 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 the Bone King seal of death. If your movie just literally has Pac-Man, I don't
1: know. Don't hate us, Namco. I'm not, I, I love, love Pac-Man. I love Pac-Man. but y- And Mrs. Pac-Man. It's very hard to work oh, actually, in Pac-Man. They never married.
0: I'm still convinced Drawn Together was correct, and they're the same person.
1: Fuck, that's a good point.
0: Listen, if, if Clyde can become Sue, then, you know, obviously the Pac-Man writer is open-minded enough to be progressive in that regard. And it's very relatable. I, too, like to garble as many balls as I can. <laughs> and I like ghosts. Shit, I, now I like Pac-Man. Fuck. Anyway, moving on. Uh,
1: it went from seal of death to seal of approval.
0: I'm very Move
1: over, Angry Joe. We got our own <laughs> seal of approval. Badass seal of approval. Did you see his review of Suicide Squad? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with critics? That was an awesome fucking movie. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Angry he, Joe. I love he, you, but no. <laughs> my favorite thing about him is when he rips a game for how short it is. The fucking slow motion for hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that
1: always gets me. It's he, easy.
0: He he may be a giant like uh, I I don't want to say man child because like I just say that. Yeah. He has, yeah. He, we're
1: in a fucking room surrounded by Legend of Zelda and video games. Right? OK.
0: But I don't. We're going to call
1: someone out for being a man. I don't
0: throw a tantrum when I lose in D&D. He did. Dude. The minute. OK. There was I didn't a situ- even know he
1: played d Listen,
0: but Listen, we don't usually do shade here on Fan Freaks, <laughs> so I, 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 I'm kind of hesitant to bring it up. Well, we was- punch up. We never punch down. It's called an uppercut. It's very important. <laughs> um, anyway, but no, it's it's basically there was a scenario where he was playing a DD and d campaign with a bunch of other YouTubers. And they were in a, a main hall of a kingdom, right? And the king what? is like, you all are seized right now. <clears throat> don't move or else we'll kill you. And it was to set up a plot for something later. Angry Joe, because he didn't want to be seized, for whatever fucking reason, decided to fight the guards. Oh. And then whenever, when the D&D party said, no, dude, just stop fighting, and, like, they'll stop fighting, and we can keep going. No, man, it's bullshit. They just want to kill us. Fuck that. He tried killing him. He got killed. And then he proceeded to throw the biggest tantrum I've ever heard, where it was just like, no, you just want to, I, I don't understand why you want to start games where you just want to kill people, man. And it's like, oh, my God. A, like, He didn't just kill you. And B, just move on. Just. How be there in the moment with the other Take guys. The L. Take the L and go. We were talking about losing streaks earlier. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Earlier as in last week. Last last week we were talking about losing streaks. I, I can understand, especially in D D when you have a character that it's
1: permadeath, they die.
0: Right. But not like, only that,
1: usually when you make a D D character, you spend a few hours on it. But it was crazy
0: the amount of excuses he was making to like excuse did, a bad decision. And that's I it. I didn't even
1: know about that shit.
0: But anyway, at the risk of going too long, too late. Um, okay, so next up are my games. Uh, but don't worry, it's not very long, so I could do this very easily. Uh, I played a game called Dragoncliff. Yes. Um, yes. You no, know, I'm not even going to ask you if you know what it is, because I there's no way you know what it is. So I was on Steam, and this game advertises itself as a gotcha game without microtransactions. How much was it? two dollars
1: okay so
0: yeah i'm curious i like gacha games the biggest problem with gacha games is that there's microtransactions and the the big deciding factor of what made me get it was the fact that i can name the units and customize the units
1: what's a gacha game
0: a gacha game is a um style of i think it's japanese originated but i don't uh know if it's specifically from them but either way the term comes from these kind of mobile games that are like centered around taking pulls. So the idea is you are given units or cards or something and you're trying to get like the strongest thing. It's about increasing your stats. And the way you can increase your stats is with an object or an item, a weapon, a card, and, and that's you where pull the for these. Yes, and that's Yes, and you pay for the pulls into this gift bag and see what you get. And then you can spend a huge amount to guarantee one thing that you actually need. But more often than not, it's nothing you need. It's like Injustice boxes, but that's the whole game um but so this game advertises itself as that but without microtransactions so i remade everyone you're in the game as a priest healer um because that's what i do with all my games if i can create the units i'm gonna make all my friends in it um and it was it's pretty fucking good the way they get around the microtransactions and the wait timers they just give you a fast forward button fuck genius genius like, granted, it still takes some time, but you could just leave it on.
1: Actually, that's what I like to do with Pokemon emulators. Just fast forward. Right. But the thing is, this is also an idle game. Oh, so it just could be...
0: It has an auto feature. What idle games mean is that it'll have a feature for it to just auto fight on its own, and you right. can just let it go. Now, I don't—I know that doesn't sound very fun, but half of the, the fun in these kind of games is planning the build so that they can fight on their own. You see right. what I mean? So, like, my team has two healers, because when you have two healers, it's just gonna be way harder to kill these people, so you just go running through all the stages, and it's, it's this really gratifying, like, um, reward loop of having your units go and repeatedly get materials, and your job is to sell the material, or sell the, the weapons that you make out of the materials to buy gems and more weapons to outfit the guys that are going into the things to get more materials into this just cycle, and I've literally played for, like, an hour and a half being like, holy shit, I didn't even realize an hour has passed oh i love when that happens this is a, a genre that could be really good it's just that companies really want to put microtransactions in it so this game is showing me that not gotcha games are not inherently bad mm. you just need gameplay functions to make it work better like any other genre what's the name again this one is called dragon cliff uh the thing is and you're probably like it's a weird name i don't know where it came from but it is translated v- pretty badly pretty pretty badly to the point where it kind of approaches the other end to where you get like titles for things like uh sword of heaven's bane will and you're like that sounds so ridiculous but awesome now because i don't even know what the fuck that means so i don't know i did enjoy it but anyway those are my reasons thank you so much for uh sticking around please clap Oh, also in, in uh, Train to Busan, yeah, know what I want to mention, there is one zombie sin in every zombie movie that I hate, and it is this: when someone is attacked by a zombie in a group of people and nobody helps them, ah, oh my God, ah and everyone's ah, 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 Push him, Kick him, do something. He's gonna get And and he gets bit. Like what the fuck did you expect? No one helps them. Nobody helps each other. And this doesn't go. This isn't just Train to Busan. This is almost every it's an, zombie it, thing. It's it's a trope. It's a trope, but it's one that that kind of gets under my skin specifically because it's like easily solvable. Easily, just someone push, someone kick. I'm not asking you to fucking have kick, them kill him. Push.
1: Them. It's all in the rhyme. Do something,
0: Jesus. Alrighty, so before we get on too much on these fucking recents, no doubt we're probably rambling for too long, let's go ahead and hit up our news. Uh, do you want to, I have quick news, do you have long news? Uh, long. Okay, so I'll do quick, fast. Then. Go. Okay, because I think yours might actually work into mine. So, really quick, um, Junji Ito and Kojima are making a horror game. Heard about it. Yes, well, the audience has now heard about it too. Uh, yes, I'm ready for Quiet Mountains fuck you know, like, like with fucking, you know. Who is Junji
1: Ito and who is Hideo Kojima?
0: Junji Junji Ito, Junji. Oh god, hopefully I don't massacre that. Junji Ito is uh, a very prolific horror uh, manga artist and writer in Japan, and he's made some amazing work. I can even a uh, uh, tribute tribute. I can even vouch for this. Like I've read a lot of his stories, and they are really interesting, and they fit the whole Silent Hill kind of vibe. And some of them, not all of them. He really does like his, like, Apocalypse Doom monsters, and that, that'll that work really well in a series which has a cult, you know? Yeah. I figure that works. But anyway, it might not even be related at all. It could just be its own thing. When you look at things like Bloodstained, you look at shit like Bomb uh, Rush Cyberfunk that's coming out, spiritual successors might be the answer. So, hey, I'm on board. Fuck you, Konami. Yeah, man. Hashtag fuck Konami. Like... I don't care. I just I just really want games to be made, not just because I want them to make sequels. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want them to make their own game. Same way I wanted Kojima to do Death Stranding. Good. Make new games. I am on board with this. Um, and my last news, and it's really fast. Dude, I don't know if you heard. Resident Evil 3 is getting DLC. What? Yeah, dude. Did you hear about it?
1: Are you ready for it? I'll tell you what it is your smile tells me everything. Oh, it's it's really bad deal Oh, oh,
0: no. Oh, this is this is what fans have been asking for. Uh, It's not ghost survivors It's not any extra campaigns or the hidden hour when Jill was passed out. No, no, no. It's not that it's the unlock Everything pay DLC where you can pay $2.99 to unlock all of the bonus items Aren't you excited? No. As I scratch the skin off of my, my fucking body, aren't you excited for the new RE3 DLC?
1: Are you going to mention about Resistance having Leon
0: and Claire <laughs> Yes, yes, I'll mention this now. So if that wasn't already kind of weird enough, they introduced paid dlc for project resistance where they literally just gave the character model for leon and claire to everyone in the resistance cast including jill so you have this like bizarre almost fan mod quality of jill's head just pasted on top of claire's body i don't know Uh. here we are we're at this point at that point why don't you just add leon and claire yeah if you have the body model, just do it. Is it because you couldn't secure the rights to use the the actors? I guess the face models for it just it just stinks of poor planning.
1: Just so, oh, just why why do this? Is Resistance dead? Resistance like, is very dead. Like so, I don't I don't. It's not. I'm pretty sure nobody's playing it.
0: This should have been free. I'm sorry. The the thing is dying, and this is one costume copy pasted for everyone. Okay. Two costumes, copy-pasted for everyone.
1: Yeah, because I would like some of the men characters to wear the Claire. No, outfit.
0: By the way, you. Uh, but think about it this way. There's no female officers in the RPD?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. What that's the a good fuck? Fucking point. We saw female officers in the RPD. It's almost no-
0: like I wanted to play as January with the RPD outfit or something. I don't know.
1: Uh, are you still <laughs> playing Resistance? No, but I,
0: January's like the one character I was like, all right, well, she's kind of Alyssa. Kind of. Anyway, let's move on. But that's my news. What you got for me, dude?
1: I'm looking up how many people play playing Resistance.
0: I can't imagine it's much. I actually went on a limb and said that more people are playing Outbreak on fan servers than fucking Resistance. I, I, as I was saying, I didn't want to shit on this game when it came out for no reason. But I guess this was going to happen because this is not what the Resident Evil fan base wanted at that time. You know what? I take that back because I don't know what the fuck the Resident Evil fan base wants anymore. I don't think the
1: fan base knows what it is.
0: Nobody knows what the fuck they want anymore. It seems as though Resident Evil, because it's like so many different fucking genres, like they've gone through so many phases. We've attracted so many different types of
1: fans that no one can agree on anything. So uh, Brotherhood of Steel coming to Fallout 76. It's going to be the new event. Uh, It starts in August. Makes me happy because Brotherhood of Steel is my favorite faction. Uh, The actress for Jill from Resident Evil 1. Oh, yeah. Resident Evil 1 has been found. The Mm -hmm. infamous Inez. Inez, yes. Uh, Apparently, it's from a... I don't know if it's a podcast or a blog group, Mm -hmm. but they're the raccoon... Uh, blog stars or something like that, and they've been they found Inez, and they wanted, cool. to, and they did an interview with the original actor for Barry and the original actor for Chris. Did so they want
0: to be found though? That was my biggest
1: question in the forefront. I don't know. Yeah,
0: because like, dude, they, <laughs> they were they carefully for years. don't
1: they carefully don't elaborate on that
0: because they were they were literally no one knew where these people were for years. I'd imagine that was on purpose, right? But I guess not. I don't
1: know. And then we have uh, a really hard rumor mm-hmm. that's coming out. Uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Oh, Village. Is going to be VR for PS5. Great. Okay, cool. I mean, RE7 had good VR, so why not? And to go into our talking tiers of today, Metal Gear Solid Five on the PS3, which bone king didn't know existed
0: yeah i didn't, I thought that was just ps4 actually
1: did world peace on their servers online well, now what we do you, have nuclear disarmament <laughs> what do you mean by world peace so in the game they had this uh thing where you could like go into a base an online
0: okay it's an online mode because it's not just a story mode it's like this is an online mode where yeah people i'm sorry it. yeah
1: i was burping there uh That's a whole other nuclear energy. Uh, But yeah, it was an online mode where you get to invade a a player's base and disarm a nuke if they had one. Right. And there was an impossible trophy that you would have to completely disarm all the nukes online of all the players. Everybody on PS3 mutually agreed. Whoever the fuck was still playing... We're like, hey, let's settle for world peace, and they disarm the nuke. Like, I guess it's
0: possible in MGS3. I don't know. I guess if enough Kojima fans with all the fucking, you know, propaganda, whatever stuff, dialogue stuff that they talk about, I guess something worked. Yeah. I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, But that's that's it. All right, so uh, we're going to come back in just a second. We're going to talk about our talking tiers of the Metal Gear Solid series. I am very curious to see how this goes. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't play a lot of the spin spin-offs so if you're expecting me to talk about
1: Ghost Babble and Acid, uh, I hate to disappoint you. No, I didn't play Ghost Babble or Acid. I did play Metal Gear 1 on the NES and Metal Gear 2 on the Super Ni- Nintendo. Well...
0: Well, I didn't play those either, so you're going
1: to have to fucking tell oh, people about it. Oh, okay, them. I played those. All right. Yeah, yeah,
0: all right. So you're, this is mainly going to be the dude's hour, all right? So we'll be back in just a moment. You can find us at this codec number, though, okay? Just keep it in mind. It's 4, 3...
1: Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of dude, and it's the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikequez, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast, hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there, be square. Kept you waiting, huh? That's what I was gonna do.
0: Well, I mean, one of us had to do it, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we're good back. job,
1: Snake. Ages
0: hasn't slowed you down one bit, Colonel. We managed to avoid drowning. What? It's
1: Metal Gear Solid Two. Oh, nice job, yeah. Raiden. Oh my God!
0: With with, with sister
1: come on oh. and all that crazy
0: nonsense with the, the, the you know <laughs> incest is incest and all
1: I mean they're not technically related right
0: uh, yeah. How? <laughs> anyway How? welcome back to the fan freaks podcast where we're going to be talking about incest our- is bad <laughs> <laughs> we do not promote incest on here you do you uh but you know the metal gear solid series has had quite quite a few different themes and uh, things that happen. So this is gonna be a very interesting Talking
1: Tears, I feel. Bone King, Can you explain what a tiers is?
0: Okay, yes. A Talking tiers is where we go ahead and we rank, uh, whether it's games in a series or, or items in a series or characters, things in a series, and we rank them from A to F. I also like to throw in a not available in case we haven't played that thing, but more often than not, we're ranking these things on tiers through S to F. So um, Metal Gear Solid's an interesting case because I feel like a lot of the games are good. But then again, I didn't play the spin-offs. So maybe that's why, like, my lower ranks aren't as filled out. <laughs> you know?
1: Mine are, are – it's kind of middle – the w- the ones that i didn't play are all in the unavailable or f yeah i mean me too but that's what i mean like there's a cluster on the higher bit i see a
0: little bit of it yeah yeah mine is a little bit more filled don't out. actually look at it though you can get a, you can only get a glimpse of mine my secret Ooh. nuclear plans
1: you have to you, are you
0: infiltrating my list dude
1: kids wired with nanomachines
0: procure your weapons on site Buster. anyway <laughs> Uh, so all right you, so, you want to but, but yeah but we start from the bottom up yes we, we go from the bottom and we work our way up to the ever fabled s class
1: so start off with your unavailables and then i'll go to my unavailables right is that how it goes
0: well the unavailables are sort of like a not honorable mention but a thing you just have to preface with your list because right. it's your list than my list or my list than your list you know what Over, i
1: mean you're I thought we were gonna go like D. Your oh, no, D, right. my it's D. Right. Your C, my C. That is correct. I know my show. <laughs> but, I mean, we're in fifty-one episodes. Dad, we don't have to do it that time because we didn't say the right number.
0: Anyway, um. But anyway, so yeah, we'll be starting with F and working our way up to S. So, uh, I'll start on my F if that's all right. Yeah, go. Oh no, wait, mine unavailable. I'll do both. (laughs) They're both the same. Pretty much. Uh, So, all right. Not available. Pretty much Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, uh, you know, Metal Gear, the VR, Metal Gear Solid, the VR missions. I didn't really play those. I didn't play Acid. I didn't play uh, Snake's Revenge. I didn't play Ghost Babble. And, uh, you know, this is probably going to be one that upsets a few people, though, to be honest. I did not play Peace Walker. Huh. Yeah, and mm. I know that I know that that's a good one too. And so I never had the opportunity to actually play it. It's not it. that good. Really? I heard it was great.
1: Interesting. Story is good. Controls, on the other hand. Well f- it's a one stick PSP game.
0: Well, that that's the reason why I never got to really enjoy it, but then I bought the HD collection and it has it.
1: Right, but you still haven't played but it. But I still haven't played it. Because the controls are kind of the same. Even I was too
0: interested in trying to platinum MGS3, which I did. Thank you very much. So Holy like-
1: shit. You platinumed it? What? Yeah. Why? How Is it hard? the fuck did you get all the frogs? Oh, boy. That was a trip. Especially the one the on end? the fucking motorcycle. Yeah, I was about to say at the end. Yeah. Oh, yo. Yeah. You, my dude, are... Bow, I bow to you. You know, no, this please, I'm. Please, we don't do that here. All right, I'm
0: just saying, like, if you are I'm wanna, not
1: worthy. If you, <laughs> I'm not worthy, please, you, you guys, you're are a worthy. man indeed worthy of the code name Fox. <laughs> <laughs> don't even
0: think for a second I ever got big boss ranking. Thankfully, that's never an achievement requirement. No, you thank never God. need to get that shit. I never needed to beat European Extreme. Okay, I'm good. But uh, yeah, no. If you want to check it and uh, see proof, I did get the platinum. No, from I PS3. believe you. It's just how fucking long did it take you to get that frog? The frogs are just really harsh because it's like. You can miss them very, very easily, and not even just beyond that one. Like, there's some that you you get locked off of certain areas, and some that you have to come back on harder difficulties to get. So, I was doing a, a run of getting all the frogs, eating all the mushrooms, the plants. I was doing the whole nature run in one go. Holy shit, it was infuriating, because the pain... Uh, no, no, no. Which one's the one in the woods that hides around? The fear. fear. The fear? Oh, my God. Is such a pain in the ass on Very Hard while you're trying to do other things. I almost quit the playthrough there, if I'm going to be completely honest. So it was very frustrating. The end is easy compared to that.
1: All right. So, so anyway. Just to get back to the tier list. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got Unavailable into slash FR. Metal Gear Solid VR missions. Uh, acid 1 and 2. Yes. Peace Walker. What else?
0: Uh, Snakes'
1: Revenge. Uh, it's completely non-canon, by yeah, the way, yeah. and it was never done by Hideo Kojima, and it was never approved, so it's not really important. Very true. But anyway, those are all my unavailables. Really? So that means, oh, uh,
0: are you going to move on to your not availables, or do we go on to F? Uh, do we know our shows or not?
1: I. D- yeah. No. Like, uh, I don't even know. No. <laughs> it's just. It's just survive is not an F. F? I is said it was su- an N-A.
0: Oh!
1: Do you-, you want me to say F now? No, no, it's no. It's only one game. All right, it's fine. So my F slash unavailable, which is all the same. Wait, I no, nev- it's not. Say not. Oh, God. Because I never it. played them. Just N- N-A, not available. Then I don't have an F, by okay. the way. Okay. N-A. Uh Acid 1 and 2, Snake's Revenge, Metal Gear Survive, Metal Gear Solid Touch, which I didn't even know was. Yeah, I have that
0: here too. I didn't even think to mention it
1: because And Ghost Babel. Ghost Babel for the Game Boy Color. Yeah, we we don't talk about that. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't have an
0: F. So you gotta do F and then your D. Yes. So here's my F. Um my F is Metal Gear Survive, obviously. Uh I played played it for a bit. I played it for a bit, and it was I obviously was not very impressed. Uh it's, it's I a can't lot believe of, you played it. It's a lot of sticking spears through gates. Did you majority. buy it? No. I played it somewhere. I think I played it at a friend's house or wherever, but I don't You're know. You're
1: friends with somebody who bought it?
0: I have friends that are Metal Gear Solid fans. but So am I,
1: but I knew not to buy it.
0: Some people don't care. Some people just like the, the you know, and to be honest, MGS V's engine is a good engine.
1: It's a damn good engine. So if you want to Which Konami has completely fucking abandoned. Correct.
0: But if you want to believe like pre the game coming out, like they could do something interesting with it, that might have been why they bought it. But like, wow, not a good Remember return. Remember when it
1: was $10 on for an additional
0: slave, save With, slot? For an additional slave, I know. That 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 was an interesting addition to Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, those are my F ranks. Uh, really? That's it? That's it. <laughs> I have no other F rank. That's it. Oh, good on you. That's it. It was the only one that actively made do me go, out. you have wow, a D rank?
1: I do not have a D rank. Wow, that's a... I don't have an F rank, you don't have a D rank. That is correct. Um, my D rank, Portable Ops, and Metal Gear One for the NES. What Portable Ops? Why don't I have that on my list? I don't know, but it was one of the spinoff games for the PSP. Because so. I didn't play that one, so that would have been under not available anyway. So right, okay. Uh, Portable Ops, it's basically what it's got a bare-bones story. It's not very cohesive. I feel okay. Uh, And Metal Gear 1 on the NES It's the first Fucking game of its type But it does not fucking hold up And I played it on the uh, You remember when Metal Gear Solid 3 had that repackaging, and it came with Metal Gear 1 and 2. That's how I I played it.
0: 1 and 2. Oh, with Substance. uh, Uh, Subsistence. Subsistence and all that shit. Yeah, Yeah. because Metal Gear Solid 2 had Substance. That is correct. Which had
1: that kick-ass skateboarding game. (laughs) So here I am,
0: (laughs) doing everything I can.
1: Bro, Hideo, do to Tony Hawk. Oh my God, that'd be great.
0: I need to see Snake in there.
1: <laughs> Bob Burnquist.
0: But wasn't that the version There's that had- There's
1: nukes on my skateboard.
0: Wasn't that the version that had the, the OG camera?
1: What substance? Was that the one that fixed it? It came with the fixed camera. Oh, you okay. you could if you press R three, you could switch. Because there were, were the initial release had the original MG. Yeah, which camera, is a terrible fucking which camera. did not work very well for three. No, no. But anyway. Uh, um. But yeah, that's my D rank.
0: Nice, nice. All right, so we'll move on to C. These are my C games. Uh, the games you'll have to see. Um. Wow. Starting out, uh, Metal Gear Rising. Now, I've, I've defined c rank uh, games uh, as games that fulfill what I ask them to do, but don't really go too much far beyond that. When I think of Metal Gear Rising, I had very low expectations. And then when I started playing it, I was like, okay, there's something here, though. Like, it, it is still a fun time. It's not really where I want the series to go in terms of tone and that kind of but stuff. But for a spinoff. For a spinoff that doesn't try
1: to be anything more than it's not. Not only that, it's... Our beloved Kamiya-san, Hideki Kamiya, who directed the game. Oh, really? I didn't even realize that, actually. Yeah, him and Hideo Kojima are biffles. H- Hideo. Hideo. No, because the joke
0: is like video. Oh. Hideo, because when you, when you go change the things and the input, it's Hideo. Get it?
1: I get one it. Up, one off uh, Hideo and him are biffles. They tweet at each other. They watch whoa, whoa, movies whoa, together. Hold on a
0: second. But who
1: isn't a biffle with Kojima,
0: though? Have you been on his Twitter? He's a great guy. He
1: knows everyone.
0: He's a great guy. I I just am so surprised how much this dude gets around.
1: Fuck. He's taking
0: pictures with a lot of famous people. I I just (laughs)
1: thought of something. Why hasn't he done anything with Kurt Russell? Because he did shit with Kiefer just because he loves Kiefer. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Kurt is just like, you didn't do Snake properly.
0: He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't give two shits. But anyway. What but the, else is in your C? The other C-ranked game, and I don't know how this is going to affect you, but is uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Oh! Yeah. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Mm.
0: It, it It fulfilled its function. I don't really necessarily like the way it did it, but I like a lot of gameplay parts about it has some of the best stealth elements. I love I love the worm shimmy. It's fantastic. I love rolling. It's great. I love the 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 little oct- I love octo Camo. I love the little radio menu. There's a lot of great gameplay things. But goddamn those cutscenes are a little too long and you spend a lot of time in a, like areas for a little too long and it it feels like it's dragging its feet. But but I will give you this. It earns its ending. It earns that ending, and that is why it's not a D or anything like that. If anything, I would probably even push it a little bit to, like, a C+, if not B, because that ending is, to me, the ending of the, the series. You know what I mean? I can't imagine it ending any other way. It's great, you know? But there's a lot of other, like, the, the game, the, the moment-to-moment gameplay of it is where I have problems with it. That's it. That's all I have a problem with MGS4. Uh,
1: the opinions of bone King TV are inherently of bone King TV oh and God. not
0: not representative Fox. listen I know this is a spicy take for you
1: but I but but think of it this way all the other games are above C rank yeah at least like come on at least uh my C rank is one game okay Metal Gear to Solid Snake. It gives us Frank Jaeger. It gives Big Boss back. We have an excellent ending with Frank Jaeger and Metal Gear versus Snake. And um, it's honestly a really well-deserved game. The writing is the only reason it's at sea. I feel it's a bit better than Metal Gear 1 for the NES. Metal cool. Gear 2 just feels a little smoother. like. Hydeo was well, in it, his... It,
0: he's streamlining his story. It's like a
1: blueprint for Metal Gear Solid. Yeah.
0: So oh, a prequel even in a way.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's very it, confusing. Yeah. Metal Gear 1 and 2 are just basically just to give Snake a backstory, basically. Right. And it's just, I guess, uh, a proving area is something to call it. Like for Hydeo to finalize and work <laughs> on his on his... On his stealth, this is going to be a thing all day. I'm just going to say Kojima-san. But
0: that, that means you never got the joke, the video joke, the input joke.
1: <laughs> no, I got it. I just don't pronounce it right. Ah, uh, okay, that's fair. All right, so that's your only C rank? That's my only C rank. Fair. I mean, this you is you have piece, no piece. I, like my B's, A's are stacked. It's my S that's yeah. And my I, S is uh is pretty interesting. We have the same S, I feel, but we'll see. I have a one more S. Oh, okay.
0: You have a nice ass.
1: Yeah. See?
0: Anyway, so we'll Smoking move
1: on. sexy, stylish. Oh, so we'll
0: move on to B now?
1: Yeah. B-rank. Who could
0: it be now? It is now time for B rank. So here we go. Um. All right, so here's my B rank. Starting with Metal Gear Solid for the PS1. Fuck. It's a I good fucking game. fucking hate it. There's only, there's one, there's, <laughs> it's a great game. However, there's only one reason why it's at B rank. And that's it. And it's something to do with my A-Rings, <laughs> so I can't say it yet. But Metal Gear Solid 1 is a great game. Don't get me wrong. For, like, PS1, fantastic. Starts everything. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2 is also on b rank. <sighs> um, I think this is a problem with me specifically. Got it. Because I started playing it when I was a dumb babby child. And a lot of the real intense themes of Metal Gear Solid 2 went way over my head. Uh, There's okay. a lot of really interesting like concepts and metaphors in Metal Gear Solid 2 that I did not get the first time. So that never really was integrated into my gameplay experience. So I kind of think of it as like a cool YouTube video to watch, but I don't see me ever replaying Metal Gear Solid 2. It's a fun game, though. It's I got don't know. really good gameplay. I think about gameplay. saving uh, Autocon's sister and all this other shit. I'm okay, just we, like, eh. we all hate <laughs> escort
1: missions. Well, I mean
0: Silent Hill 4 wasn't very good with it either, I guess. That's true.
1: Silent Hill 4 isn't good. We've yeah. already had
0: that versus listen, you go to that versus episode and you tell me if it was good or not.
1: Okay. It has something for some people.
0: But anyway, yeah, and my only other B rank game is Metal Gear Solid V. Um I think that's fair because it doesn't really have a lot of the story in a in a way I wanted it to go to C rank because it fulfill Ugh. I kind of feel like this may not not be the best place for it. I may want to take V down to C only because it does not have a good story. In fact, it barely has a story to begin with. Most of it is in cassette tapes. So, like, I can't make it on B. The only reason I feel like I want it above C a little bit is, wow, that gameplay is really good. Like, wow, that's possibly the best stealth engine I've ever played. Ever. Like, in any game, so I I felt like I had to give it a little bit more of a leeway, like, some extra points for somehow being, like, the most intuitive, extensive, like, stealth sandbox simulator. Jesus, like, how do you pull that off? And he did. The only problem I'd say is, like, you have too many, you know, mission one through all the way to 32, and it's a little uncreative. But at the same time, wow, you never get tired doing some of them. And it's like, wow, I really like those rescuing the the mercenary that's in there. And you always could make your own story, but that's the problem. There is no story. So anyway, those are my B-rings. Hashtag fuck Konami, basically this episode. Yeah, well, I mean, that's going to go with a lot of these. And we were talking about earlier series that planned to end. This series was supposed to end a long time ago, multiple
1: times. Right. So uh, you know, it was gonna end at four. It was even gonna end at two, if I recall. Yeah. And three was just gonna be about naked snake. That's why Big it was a
0: prequel. Yeah. Because he was like, I don't want to continue the storyline, and then Konami's like, No, we need to have Solid Snake. I don't we know. We need money. And that's when he was like, but ride him (laughs) though. So repeat your B's one more time. My B's are Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PS1, um, Metal Gear Solid 2 for PS2, and MGSV for the PS4. Okay, now my B. Yes.
1: Metal Gear Solid VR missions. It's basically the Mario Party of Metal Gear. Is it multiplayer? No, but it's mini games as fuck. Oh, okay. I see. So you basically have a bunch of VR missions, but you also get to unlock the Cyborg Ninja. Yes. In PS1 days, that shit was revolutionary. It was pretty sick, but it's also in two. Right. But this was the first time ever, and we wanted more content. It's basically uh, the training mode of Metal Gear Solid 1, because there's a little menu for that. Yeah. In, in just a huge ass game and they yeah. just made it, like, 140 VR missions. Yes. And Kojima kept referencing it throughout the series, particularly yeah. in Metal Gear Solid 2, when you see, uh, oh, the kid's been trained the with VR. The backstory of Raiden, yes. Yeah.
0: Like, the uh, the overall backstory of Raiden and how so everything he knows feels, is VR. it
1: feels like you're really Raiden, and you're that insert yeah. if you played the VR missions, which I did, because that made me go, fuck. Yeah, s3 Which, stands for solid snake simulation when i first heard that i was like oh my god
0: yeah yeah it's, and i'm 11
1: when i played that i was like what the fuck
0: is see, going that's on that's the thing that's the meta commentary that i missed out on because i wasn't paying attention to that i didn't have vr mission so i didn't have that hey i did that vr mission shit too i didn't
1: have that moment so it's just kind of interesting to be fair this is my silent hill yeah, like this is the shit I like live and breathe on. You act like you didn't play Silent Hill. I did, but not as much as you did. I didn't even beat one when I was playing this shit. Oh well, all right. Because of the fucking piano puzzle and goddamn elevator. Just elementary. look it up if you're stuck. Okay, Jesus. okay, yes, now. But back then, I didn't have a fucking internet. All I right. guess, I guess. So my other B, bonking, I think separated uh, Metal Gear Five because there's technically two fives. There, there are two V's. Yes. So you right, noticed
0: I've been saying V and not five, right?
1: Yeah. It's on purpose. I'm, you know, <laughs> so, but we all know what it means.
0: I know. Okay.
1: For me, Ground Zeroes is here at B. The gameplay is buttery smooth. It's the first, uh, it was a launch title for the PS4 mm-hmm. and it also came out on the PS3 and everybody lost their fucking minds because we were like, what the fuck does this all mean? Yeah. And you get to save Kojima in a mission.
0: Yep. We get to do that in V as well, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but this was, you know, before obviously. Yeah. Um I have Peace Walker here. The story is the only reason it's here at B. That fucking story is beautiful. I fucking cried at the ending. If you can't play it because of the shitty controls, and I do not blame you. Just watch the fucking cutscenes. Or get
0: HD Collection that has it for PS3.
1: I played it on the HD Collection. The controls are still fucking bad and you uh, can't change them.
0: But that's the game where you can date Kaz. It, it confirms that Big Boss is interested in dudes.
1: He's bi, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you can fight Arathalos, I think, right?
1: Yes. And, I, and I know lastly, from on my B, Metal Gear Rising. Interesting. It, it's a fun-ass game mm. called... Co- Kamiya and Kojima literally fucking smoked a shitload of weed and were like, what if we took Devil May Cry and Metal Gear and fucked them?
0: I don't know. I kind of think of it more like they smoked a lot of weed and was like, dude, what if I could cut anything? (laughs) Literal
1: fucking buildings. Like anything, anything? Dude, cut anything. Whoa! And it's a really good source of memes. Yeah, it's really fun.
0: I love Rules of Nature. That's got to be one of my favorite memes to come out of that.
1: And Armstrong is a really good villain.
0: He's very interesting. He's very. It is the strangest thing to see an American character so thoroughly and dripping with Japanese design. I I love him to death. He's such a fucking ass.
1: But yeah, it's in my opinion, is great. It's wildly underappreciated. righty. So, my B ranks, again, are Metal Gear Solid VR Missions, Metal Gear Solid V, Ground Zeroes, just just for you. Double the V. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Okay. Because we forgot that was the subtitle for that.
0: Yeah, I know. Revengeance before Rising. Revengeance. I still would have taken Revengeance. It's ridiculous, but I would have taken it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. I'm going to move on to my A's real quick. We got... So, I mentioned earlier why Metal Gear Solid for PS1 was a B rank. I know what's here. This is only because I really like Twin Snakes. Uh Uh-huh. And Twin Snakes takes an A rank spot. Um, The thing is, yes, I understand people's complaints that it is so over the top. It is people literally doing backflips when they don't need to, and the original game never did (laughs) that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right, I, I get that. I completely understand, and that I guess would really bother me if I like grew up with MGS one for the PS one, but I didn't. And I was mentioning this to the dude. My introduction to Metal Gear Solid is possibly the worst way to like start this series. I played what? What was it? I played four, three, one, then two, and one was Twin Snakes, not even PS one one. That was way later. So like, in fitting in with those other games. Twin Snakes, because A, it was on the MGS2 engine to begin with, it fit with me playing 2 and 3 with the same level of over-the-top nonsense, so I feel like Twin Snakes fits the tone better, because it's an over-the-top story. A dude gets his hand cut off and put on another dude and gets the memories of that. Like, it's a pretty zany story. So I feel like it's not entirely out of the question that a dude will do a backflip. Off a missile, yeah. Off a missile. That, I mean... Why not, right? <laughs> At this level, why not? But anyway, yes, I feel like Twin Snakes definitely gets an, uh, an A-rank spot. Now, I have one other A-rank, and I find it funny that you had VR missions as a higher level one, because I like this game because of the reason why you like VR missions. Ground Zeroes takes my A-rank above MGSV. Yeah. Wow. Ground- Me is the other way around. What? the other oh, re- way around for me. Interesting, yes. Because, like, I, I feel like V is very much obviously missing content. And there's a lot of repetitive function. Like, it gets more repetitive just because they have to stretch out the content for longer. Whereas Ground Zeroes is the probably tightest package where it's just one mission,
1: well a couple missions. Also it was never sold full price. It was right. never sold at 60, it was only sold 40, then it went down to 30 and it's permanently in a bundle with V.
0: Right. And, and I feel like yes, it was the same area but holy shit they made use of that area. There was a lot of different missions you can do in um oh god, what was the name of the place? Uh, Camp Omega? Yeah. And I loved Camp Omega. I love Camp Omega more than any area in MGSV. All three, all three of the similar-ass biomes. Two of the similar-ass biomes, I guess. I like Camp Omega. It feels full of fucking content. There are so many different things to do, and the way you approach certain missions are unique to each. Listening to the audio files to figure out where something was, or... There's a lot of hidden features, and even in the fucking Xbox version, they released the the Invasion of the Body Snatchers version for fucking Raiden. You could play as Raiden in that game. Like, I felt like Ground Zeroes was a great package, especially for the price it was given for me. I may be in the minority with that. Like, I get it. Some people wanted more story, more content. It is sort of like an over-glorified demo, but it, it, it's worth the price of admission, I feel. Yeah, I get I, it. Yeah, I would actually do the time attacks and want to get a better score. Like, I was very close to platinum in Ground Zeroes. I just, I don't know why I didn't. I think there was one mission that fucked me over. But for the most part, I love Ground Zeroes. Respect. So yeah. do I. So, uh, again, my A ranks are Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes and Metal Gear Solid V Ground Zeroes. That's your A? A, yeah. That's it? That's it.
1: Huh. Well what else do you want? You know what my S rank is. I've got every other game here. Okay, so my A rank, this is this is a lot. hmm First first on the A rank, almost teetering to S. But yes, the cutscenes do it's it's almost they're non-skippable, so it's it's a little difficult.
0: And you know that whenever you start a new game and you have to do that one segment where you're between the two armies and you're like, "Fuck me!" Like, can I just get
1: to the meat of the game already? I didn't like that Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say this really quickly. I fucking love that game. I bought a PS3 specifically for that game, mm-hmm. and. I met one of my closest friends that lives in North Carolina because we played online together. And after that, we just started playing forever. And then we just started being buds and we all started sharing games together. Me, uh, Paul Fusek, me, Oscar Ortiz, just a couple buds, Ali as well. And there's a lot of bias there because we had a lot of memories on that. Like my fondest memories of the PS3, are us doing online and just trying to come up with strategies to win the fucking match.
0: Well, so you're counting metal gear online as part
1: of it though, because it's a together.
0: I get, I never got to play the online. So I guess I don't even know if I'd be able to factor that in. That's why it's a C rank, I guess.
1: Right. Right. Um, But if we're just going to go with just the game itself, it's a solid a for me. The only reason it's teetering on the S is for that sweet, sweet multiplayer. Which V did all right, eh, I guess. It, it
0: came kind of matchmakey. It felt weird. I didn't like it too much.
1: I, I whatever. Um, M- MGS4. We all know which one had the best
0: internet, one <laughs> best online mode. Right. Um, the ape escape. Okay.
1: <laughs> so here on my A is Twin Snakes.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I love Twin Snakes.
0: Twin Snakes is awesome. I don't know why everyone shits on it.
1: I don't know why anyone would. Not only that, it carries the same glitch, I think, from uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, which is when you equip the infinite bandana, the bandana's really long. So you just kind of run around in the bandana? I don't bandana- think
0: that's a glitch. I think that's on purpose.
1: Oh well, yeah. Nothing's nothing's the, yeah. nothing's gonna glitch when it comes to. It's not a glitch.
0: It's a feature. It's the <laughs> infinite bandana. That was the whole point. It <laughs> goes on infinitely.
1: Um. But yeah, th- everything about the the gameplay metal gear solid 2 gameplay in shadow moses is fucking great and it felt good to see those high-end graphics the gamecube really holds up gamecube has made some
0: pretty fucking beautiful looking games resident evil remake um
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like it was this and resident evil remake that made me buy a, a gamecube i bought a gamecube specifically for two fucking remakes I mean, I wish I could say the same,
0: but we all know that I was just urging for that melee dick.
1: Yeah, we all know.
0: Everyone was going for melee at that time. I it mean, was I, a phenomenon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I'm not a, a smash player. So for me, yes. that's why I bought a GameCube. Two unbelievably great uh remakes. Mm-hmm. Then they we should move really on. port Twin Snakes to Switch. They should. They really should. Uh Phantom Pain here, a V. uh, for me, interesting. Uh, yeah. almost for the same reasons as you. The gameplay is just buttery smooth, man. I it's just really... too many
0: ways to approach a situation. I love it,
1: and and not only that, you can't approach the same situation twice because then the enemy adapts and evolves. Yeah, the AI starts learning your tactics if you start doing a box too much, and you could just fuck around so much. There's so many gizmos. And also, uh, I really love the lore with Quiet and uh, Kaz uh, and Ocelot. I love all that shit. I, w- I
0: was agreeing with everything until that. That's Quiet's fine. backstory is fucking nonsense to me. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, that's Metal Gear. Uh, but I mean, if your whole shtick is I can't say anything, right? Because I'm gonna kill right. All of you. I get it, but you can't write something down.
1: Maybe she doesn't know how to write.
0: We can't give her a keyboard or, or, I don't know, teach her. And she
1: knows how to fucking write. The game was set in 84. I don't think If they you're
0: handling it. grenades, I'd imagine you read the goddamn warning labels on them. I'm just saying there are problems with that. But I like it. And I will say the best, best feature that that game ever introduced to the Metal Gear Solid feature. Dog. Okay, you know, D Dog is cool, sure. And so is D Horse and D Bot or whatever the fuck. I forget his name. I never used the bot.
1: I used the horse and the dog. Right. But
0: we're, we're completely glossing over the biggest and best feature that that game introduced the Fulton system.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then when you max it out and it was a fucking warp, <laughs> everything is grabable. I will
0: take everything you own in this fucking base, (laughs) even your soldiers. Don't don't even start; they'll work for me now. Oh, I love that. That was a great, great part of that game.
1: So here on my last A is Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty slash Substance. If I could put both together, I mean, sure. I didn't. They're basically the same game, except Substance added. So much more it added VR it added about 90 VR missions for Snake, Tuxedo Snake, MGS one snake and Raiden. Each had the same fucking and Gray sp- Fox, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I that's five really fucking VR missions and Snake had his own story on a uh, little non-canon story, but uh, they were called survival tales. Mm <laughs> And ghost stories, you could even say. And you had that sweet, sweet skateboarding. I meant
0: ghost survivors, you could even say.
1: Yeah, this ghost was stories? a fucking full ass game with that fucking when it was re released as a as an extended package. But the base game, I bought a PS2, and the only two games I bought were Max Payne and Metal Gear Solid 2: Sons of Liberty, and I had to get it. And I remember where I bought it. I bought it at Bayside back when it was EB Games. And I had it for my birthday. I was twelve, I think. So you know that actually leads me to believe that this could be an episode
0: topic. What was the first game you played for X system? Ooh, you know, and we just go through a bunch. Like, what was your first Nintendo game of each generation? That's a question of the week, right? Something
1: like that. Anyway, what, uh, we're what doing were your, this again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what were your A's again? My A's: Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of Patriots, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, Metal Gear Solid V, Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty.
0: Alright, I think it's a pretty, that's a lot of A's. I mean, I have a feeling I would push a couple of mine up to A2. I just wanted to fill out some of it. I felt like I had no D's and no C's, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but anyway, so we'll move on to S-Rank. Uh, fucking, here we go.
1: Everybody knows what we're picking. Uh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3. Snake Eater! Snake Such a fucking great intro. It
0: is possibly the best stealth game intro I've ever seen. Do you seen. know
1: what happened with that intro? The reason why we have it? It's a James Bond reference. Aside from that, okay. Um, so Metal Gear Solid 2's intro, which is done by Harry Gregson Williams, was in danger of being sued because it had plagiaristic notes of another melody from the 70s. Oh, wow. I actually looked it up before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I did work for this. I'm getting flashbacks of the main theme. The fucking... <laughs> yeah. That little harmony is from a song yeah. in the 70s. Well, I-, I thought it was a, a... That's why they changed the theme. Wasn't it like a Russian um, like army song or something? I don't remember, but there was there was fear at Konami that they were going to sue, so they changed it to Snake Eater. Yeah. And still, it's a great fucking song, but it's a good Easter egg to have.
0: Well, I, I just really like the idea that, well, the fact that MGS3 is such a huge, like, uh, Golden... Not GoldenEye, oh my god. The fact that MGS3 is such a huge James Bond love letter... Yeah. It's like the whole thing has got this dripping fucking like Eva. Sly espionage. Yeah. Eva?
1: Eva's Eva's a huge they thing say about. Say her name in game, Eva. Uh, I would say Eva.
0: <laughs> Halloween? Eva? Like what what? Do you hear things differently? I'm very confused. <laughs> Eva. I you can't die. I need you. Snake, say that one more time. I need you. I can't fly the helicopter by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's when I knew this game was fantastic.
1: What was it? Nice cock, but the circumcision gives you no tactical advantage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice cock on that one, but the circumcision provides no tactical advantage whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, MGS3, it is literally uh, probably the best way I feel like they could have made mgs3 because if it was a continuation of two you wouldn't have such freedom to like have this dripping style that they
1: have and they really run with that fucking aesthetic and i love every second of it and And it's unapologetic in that aesthetic it will fucking beat you in the face with it and all the shit you can do you could do so many things in different playthroughs it's it's never the same game I think
0: it also helps that the story is yeah while it does like involve political figures doing moves and stuff whereas in the the Metal Gear Solid series most of that kind of like big deal action is happening off screen like you're reacting to the Patriots moves and shit like that and I know that's in MGS3 they kind of do it differently to where you have the whole boss drama and things feel a little bit more personal between Naked Snake and the people he's fighting against it's not just because they're like a nameless group of bad people although we still have that evil team with the end the sorrow we're the always fury. gonna have that evil team, and i like that and i don't want to lose that but this felt a, like a really personal story for snake and i know that you could say that for snake in the first game finding liquid and the whole nine yards but i don't know maybe we can chalk it up to big um to boss's voice actress and she's just that good of a character like, yeah. I've never seen a character like Boss in a game since Metal Gear Solid 3. And I think a lot of people will agree with me. No, and that fucking ending in the field. it It's so full of style. It, I swear there needs to be, like, an HD fucking re-release of this shit. I know MGS3 was on PS3 or the HD collection. But, like, that game has some shit that still holds up. Yeah. You know? Like, a lot of different things you can do. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's my only S rank. I have a feeling we're gonna talk about it more when you
1: do your S rank. So I feel like I, I don't have to cover everything. So you want to hit me up? Uh. So I have two in my S rank. Okay. Obviously, everyone has to have three here. Right. This is, it's the greatest game in the series.
0: Apparently there are some people that are annoyed with the James Bond thing and think that it should stay in the high tech sci-fi. And I can understand that. How
1: you, but how are you going to do high tech sci-fi in the 60s during Cold and War and they are
0: These are the people that see that as a bad decision just to begin with. So Fuck like you, You've already started on the wrong foot by being in the past because they feel as though MGS is a futuristic series. Fuck and off. you know what? Dude, they're not wrong. Look at VR missions. MGS one, two, all about this technical information, you know, uh war. Yeah, but shit. we get
1: we get the Patriots here. We find out what the whole reason for the whole fucking series is all about here.
0: It, but the problem is And we
1: get the origin story of the greatest soldier that ever lived. It
0: works entirely on its own. And that is partly why I love it so much.
1: Yeah. But it really that, does work I'm, on its own. But yeah. that's a
0: problem for some people. Like um, RE4, it works completely on its own, but it's a completely different vibe than the other ones we're going for. Yeah. At the very least, MGS3 has the same gameplay. Let's not get too crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. but
1: you know what I mean. Um, And your other S-Rank? Obviously, Metal Gear Solid for the PS1. Where it's, yeah, okay. The it has daddy. to be there. Mm-hmm. I never forgot the first time I played it at my cousin's house, and I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. I literally pulled a bit. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Dining room. (laughs) Oh, God. It's really powerful. Especially against living things. Especially against the Patriots. I played that fucking game and I played that fucking game and I played that fucking game and I did everything I fucking could to that fucking game. That game is the epitome of my of my being, dude, Mm -hmm. like that for me that'll never not be S rank for me. That is one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. But
0: so far this is my problem though. And Th- I, these
1: are biased sub- subjective kind opinion. of.
0: Yeah. You need to kind of give me a little bit like what was something you liked outside of I played it when I was young and I love it because I played it a lot. That's not
1: like I'm sorry. Know. I thought this was subjective. But fine, I'll do I'll do objective. You're we're talking about S rank here.
0: Okay. S rank implies that it's it's fucking like optimal fucking
1: Okay, class. let's go back to 1998. Let's go back to when this fucking game came out. Who was writing like that? Who had great characterization and voice acting like that? But
0: then explain to me your reasoning as to why Twin Snakes is A and not S when it does the same writing, but does it like the MGS2 and but 3
1: But it was engine. groundbreaking when it was in 1998 versus 2004. So the fact that it was first is why it's S-rank? It deserves that honor, yes. You don't congratulate the the second one that does it better than the first. When the first one does it, for the first time ever, you yeah. have to give credence and honor to the one that came before.
0: So uh, <laughs> what would be? All right. So. All right. I guess I, I can't really. Conti- I, I, I have to concede. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. All right. Yeah. So three, OK, what? What, what,
1: would, what were your S-rings again? Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater and Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PS1.
0: Okay. All right. Rock on. Those are very good picks, I I feel. I mean, I like to think that Twin Snakes is a little bit above, but I guess if you had your initial playthrough with MGS1 on the PS1, I can understand that. Exactly. Okay. So that is actually the end of our talking tiers. Unfortunately, we weren't able to talk about some of the spinoff ones like Ghost Babel and all the weirder stuff.
1: Well, Acid's a fucking card game. Tell me how to play a fucking stealth card game
0: listen i've played plenty of series where they have card game spinoffs and i've been able to do just fine okay
1: okay that's all you baby you fucking do that then fucking final let's play on twitch you're gonna see bone king play metal gear acid
0: chain of memories was a weird game but it wasn't impossible to play
1: all right you know what's funny it's about to be august nobody's talking about kingdom hearts 3 that came out this year
0: yeah it's almost like it sucked or something Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Was I not supposed to say that? Oh, man. Well, I feel no sympathy because it cut out all of its Final Fantasy characters. What? Anyway, that's my Well, if you like the show. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, if you like the show uh, and you want to go ahead and yell at us about our talking tears and what should have been where, you can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. We are Fan Freaks on both. And if you want to talk to us individually, I am BoneKingTV on Twitter and...
1: I am Adrian MDOd on Twitter.
0: Yes, and, and we can, have
1: a Fan Freaks Twitter.
0: Yes, and you can go ahead and hit us up and give us your talking tier list. Uh, basically, I mean, we we like to do our talking tiers on this website called TierMaker and helps keep it organized. So, I don't know if you guys have that app or if you guys want to do that shit, just post it there and we can we can see it. and We can talk about it on the next episode. Yeah, just send it to us. Now, uh, yeah, send it to us on an in an encrypted codec. Our our frequency is 94-73. Um and it will there
1: heal no you. dashes.
0: It's it's it's.
1: Oh wait, there yeah, is there a dash was. in three. There is.
0: Yeah, I remember there being a dash or a decimal or some other math thing. Either way, as of we right now, we didn't talk about ape escape. I, what is it? It's talk about ape escape. We you catch monkeys?
1: Yeah, but snake could catch monkeys and he had a banana gun. The banana
0: suit was pretty good though for beating it. Yeah, you get the banana outfit. That was fun. Either way, um, I don't know about you, but I feel asleep. Yeah. Brother! It's time to end this.
1: Liquid? Brother <laughs> He was so grandiose.
0: <laughs> That's Ocelot. Like <laughs> well, he was both at a certain point. Liquid Ocelot.
1: Right. You you do know Ocelot's story, right? Yes,
0: and I know, but I was trying to avoid
1: the spoiler at the end of it. You know, props to us, we did this whole tiers with no spoilers. That is
0: not true. There were a couple, but I I didn't think they mattered so much. Yeah, there was a couple. I'm not going to restate them now just in case whoever was listening missed them. But, yeah, we did mention a couple things, uh, especially MGS4.
1: (laughs) We just said it was an ending. I suppose. I suppose. We never said what it was ending. Yeah. Okay. It's it's just implied on the cover art. It's an implied spoiler. That's all. Yeah. Either way. All righty, guys.
0: Dude, where'd you go? Dude? DUDE?! DUDE!
1: Yes. Yes, of course.
0: No. It doesn't seem like the dude has figured us out just yet. Yes, that's about right. No. I don't think he noticed a damn thing. Never does. And you know what? It was exactly as you said. And he couldn't even be original about the way he did it. Well. You can count on me, Mr. Tom Hewlett.